Hello, my name is Karen Hughes and I am the Domestic Violence Clinical Services Coordinator for the Life Crisis Center and I want to welcome you to Life Crisis Today. At the Life Crisis Center we do a lot of things and we also have different months where we celebrate different things but, and we focus on different subjects. Today's subject we're going to look at is Child Abuse Awareness. And with me is one of our child therapists, Joy Gibson McIntyre. Welcome, Joy. Thank you. And thank you for having me. Yeah. Child abuse. It's not an easy topic to talk about. Not at all. Yeah. No. Let's start with talking about what is the definition of child abuse. That's a great question. So a definition of child abuse is anytime a parent or caregiver either intentionally or unintentionally acts to cause harm to a child mm -hmm. and that there's different forms of child abuse mm -hmm. and then there's a, a separate category called child neglect too. Okay. So what are the different categories? So there is child physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional, verbal, and neglect. Okay. Okay. So if I am um, having some children or I notice some children, I'm having access, you know, playing with them or, or just being aware around them. Mm -hmm. What warning signs would I see or could I see that would might indicate that there's child abuse in their life? So there's often a number of warning signs. Sometimes there's none at all, mm -hmm. but usually there's warning signs. Mm -hmm. So with child physical abuse, there are often physical signs in the child, such mm -hmm. as broken bones, lacerations, contusions, uh, bruises. Um, there's a, a whole host of physical symptoms that can indicate that a child's being physically abused. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, repetitive bruising in the same area, mm -hmm. um, and kids wearing clothes that are trying to hide particular areas where mm -hmm, bruises mm -hmm. might be. Mm -hmm. How about the verbal emotional? So verbal and emotional abuse presents in the child often as a child's isolated, they're very sensitive to rejection, um, they're often very afraid of a particular person sometimes, um, they're often afraid of, very, of criticism and mm -hmm take things to heart very easily. Mm -hmm. um, it's different than physical abuse or sexual abuse, but oftentimes abuse, there's multiple types of abuse happening at, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at a given time. Right, right. Uh, also like um, a change in, um, a change. Yes. Sometimes that's just an indication. Yes, behavioral changes is often almost always, I guess you can't say 100% always, but almost always mm -hmm. um, an indication that there's something going on right, right. within that child's life. Yeah. Um, sexual abuse mm -hmm. is another category of right. child abuse and almost always, again, can't say 100% of the time, but almost always there is behavioral indications that something's occurring. So mm -hmm. such as like a child may have been um, you know, kind of a quiet child, and now that child's aggressive. Mm. Uh, there's also, if the, the kid used to be um, outgoing and now they're real introverted, mm -hmm. those are those are big. The drastic changes, yeah. Drastic changes right. in behaviors, right. yeah. Any other signs for sexual abuse? Yes, there's a lot of different signs that could be possible. Um, any type there, or with like genital scarring, any types of 
bleeding, mm -hmm. um, having to or refusing to go to the bathroom, um, refusing to get unchained, get undressed. Um, there's also behavioral, other behavioral indications too, um, such as bedwetting. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we'll see regression in a child's behavior. Mm -hmm, so they could mm -hmm. have been a child who would formerly have been potty trained is you know no longer potty trained. Mm -hmm. um, other indications would be around specific people that they might be very hesitant to be around one person in particular. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, when you see a lot of avoidance behavior with kids, that's, that's often a right. red flag in general. Right. Um, if they're unwilling to go um, to somebody's house, if they are expressing any type of um, concerning behavior altogether. You right. know, Right. Um, any sexualized behaviors with sexual abuse that they'll present with? Yes. Often there's sexualized behaviors with children. So, so what does that mean? Because I'm, not everybody oh, okay. understands how we, we know what that means, but yes. other people might not. So like masturbation could be an indication. Um, another indication could be being uh, sexually act or attempting to be sexually active with another child mm -hmm. um, or just inappropriate sexual um, behavior towards an adult or mm -hmm. towards a child that doesn't seem developmentally appropriate okay. Okay. or knowledge of sexual activity that mm -hmm. is beyond their developmentally appropriate age right, right. And stage of development. Yeah. How about unusual signs? Are there any unusual signs that, that can show up? Yes. So that's a good question. So for often we see that children um, who've experienced child abuse have um, a lot of symptoms that are very consistent with like ADHD. Mm. So ADHD is attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. So oftentimes they are, um, they're very hyperactive, mm -hmm. not always, but that it's often a feature of it. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times they have difficulty concentrating in school. Mm -hmm. They have difficulty with um, being able to remember things, recall. Uh, with school, there's a lot of times there's just issues with being able to be present in the moment, mm -hmm. dissociating, which kind of not being able to stay present with what they're learning in that moment. They're always kind of zoned out or okay. a lot of like, okay. you know, Pay attention, little right. Johnny, kind yeah, of thing. Right, right. So, as an adult, yes. And if I want to help, what what should I do? How can I help a child? So, as an adult, it's always it's imperative to be able to, um, if you have any concerns about the child's behavior, if there's anything that they're doing that makes you know raises red flags in your mind, like this doesn't seem right. Um, don't hesitate to ask and there's you know there's there's ways that you can ask that wouldn't put the child on the defensive mm -hmm. so like open-ended questions something mm -hmm. maybe like um, you know I notice you seem a little bit down lately um, you know, let's talk about you know what's going on can you tell me a little bit like how's things going at home like that those sorts of questions right, right. so is there anybody that if I needed to call or, or talk to somebody where would I go? Who would I talk to? That's a great question. So it's always a good place to start with um, the child's 
pediatrician, um, if you're talking to a parent who is, you know, non-offending, mm -hmm. it's always a good idea to talk to them to see if they can let the pediatrician know or talk to the pediatrician yourself, mm -hmm. if possible. Um, another good place to start is with the Department of Social Services. Mm -hmm. They have a um, specialized line just for um, concerns about child abuse and neglect, those types of mm -hmm. things, and, and they will ask you questions, kind of walk you through the process mm -hmm. of what their information they yeah. need. Yeah, they collect certain information from... from oh, it, yes, exactly. And yeah. always, um, if ever it's like a, you really feel that that child's an immediate risk, mm -hmm. um, let's say they're in school and they're saying that they're going to be hurt when they're going to go home, like don't hesitate to call the police because right. they can, they would be like your, the first line intervention in, yeah. a, in an immediate risk type yeah. of situation. Um, any resources? Yes, so there are lots of resources. First off, Life Crisis Center is an excellent resource. Yeah. We have a you know in a range of services that we we do to help um, victims all together, and mm -hmm. we have specialized counseling with um, for children who have been victims of abuse. Um, there is also a number of different websites that that I always recommend. One of them is Stop It Now. Another one is the American Professional Society of the Abuse on Children. Another one is a Child Abuse Prevention Network, Child Welfare Information Gateway, um, and another one is the International Society for the Prevention of Child Abuse and Neglect. Wow, so there's a lot out there. Yes. Um, so if it's a parent that's, you know, a child came to them and told, or they're suspecting their own child is being abused, or me as a caregiver with for a child, or somebody I'm just in the neighborhood and worried about a child. Right. Um, there are resources out there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's not always easy to do, but it's always it's so necessary to help this child. Right. To not be abused anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes, because you might be the only person that acts on behalf of that child. Right. So. If it's something that's concerning, don't hesitate. Yeah. Because yeah. the the faster intervention can occur, the more likelihood that that the child will be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always you too, um, and then the other child therapists. Yes. That they can um, that they can get the help that they need for the healing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, Joy, I want to thank you for coming today and sharing this information. It's kind of scary if a parent is thinking that their child's being abused um, or or knows of another child that's being abused. If, oh, what do I do and how do I help? Mm -hmm. And I think you shared that information. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And I want to thank you for joining us. Do remember that the Life Crisis Center has a lot of things we can help with. The first line is our hotline. It is there. If you just have some questions and not sure what to do and where do I go and um, who do I call and what are those phone numbers, the hotline can help you with that. And that number is 410-749-HELP. Again, the number is 410-749-4357. If you don't like to talk and just want to text, we do have a text to chat. Um, and that number is 898-211. You do have to put in your zip code to make sure you get the correct 211 um, service. We also have a website, www.lifecrisiscenter.org, um, that's available to you. And just give us a call and we will help you. Thank you for joining us. I also want to thank PAC14 for making this show available. Thanks.